in the motherfucking suburbs with it. Rah, bing, bow, bah. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? Hey, how's it going? Yo, B, they ready. Let's go. Feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my, feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my, feeling my, feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my, feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling my. I'm with some hood girls looking back at it, and a good girl in my tax bracket. Got a black card and less sex habit. These Chanel bags is a bad habit. I, I do balls, down Mavericks. My Maybach, Black Maddie. Bitch never left, but I'm back at it, and I'm feeling myself, Jack Rabbit. Feeling myself, back off, cause I'm feeling myself, Jack off. Hit me thinking about me when he wax off, wax on, that national anthem hats off, then I curve that nigga like a bad horse, let me get a number two with some max sauce, or on the run tour with my mask off, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling my, feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling my, feeling my, feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling my, feeling myself, I'm feeling myself, I'm feeling my, Hey y'all. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hello, Welcome hello. back. Welcome back to the ladies' room. The ladies' room. Second episode. Oh, so Thank treat. you. Yo, it's a uh, sugar on Mickey, Mick Mac. Y'all know me. How y'all doing? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing gravy. I'm doing so marvelous. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, it's Ari here. Um, today I am feeling 21. Y'all not in the studio right now, but I got my little pensay. <laughs> that wasn't going <laughs> But yeah, I'm feeling 21. I'm feeling wild and wild just for a little, little bit. She little done bit up, y'all. She got the makeup, the lashes popping. I'm trying to even what you said. Got the, the lip gloss popping. Work the little monkey. I was about to say, if you're sick, <laughs> right now. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Coco Candy Lane again, and today I am feeling like I'm 19 from the 90s. I'm from the 95, you know, I got a 90s vibe today. So, how y'all doing? Thank you guys for coming back to our, our second episode, or what we call it, y'all, like our official, official. Episode. episode yeah the first one was a pilot but this one shit gets real mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I was about to say the first one was live y'all I mean everything we covered last week I mean but yeah like just piggybacking off of last week you see we was in the in the, the midst of like everything that was happening in Washington so I was kind of like you know on the fly we was just going at it but thank y'all for tuning in you know we got some good shit for y'all tonight and um I don't know how old I am today we'll see I don't know <laughs> I don't know you didn't disclose how old you was. Can't tell you. you I, don't, I was about to say, let's give you some room because you have had a day on you. Listen. And last week you was for the 67. So. I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> Look, you always gotta have that older mentality. That's what keeps you pumping and surviving. Seriously. But, um, so y'all ladies gonna give an introduction of y'all sis, what y'all do, what we do, let the people know out here, like, who they really listening to. Like, who they fucking with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Mickey, again. Um, let's see. I don't know. I'm into a little bit of everything. Uh, I'm a makeup artist. Soon to be licensed esthetician. 
um super sneakerhead i love makeup i love my nigga shout out to him i love my baby <laughs> yes. shout out to him my baby is leaving me this weekend i'm gonna cry but um yeah i just um right now doing makeup focusing on that going to school to get my esthetician's license i'll be done in february so whoop whoop Congratulations. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and I it mean, goes to that. I own about, shit, I don't know, I count how many sneakers I own, but. Don't talk about it, baby. Listen, I talk about that <laughs> shit all day. Y'all see what just happened, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, as we go on, you'll get to know a little bit more about each one of us, but yeah. I want to ask, though, what got you into sneakers and makeup? Because, like, I like makeup too, but the sneaker thing, what got you into sneakers? <laughs> Space Jam. I was 11 when Space Jam came out. Okay. And I just remember seeing them um, Space... Oh my God. The Jordan <laughs> 11s with the Space Jam ones. And I was in love. And from that moment on, I was like, I gotta get those. I gotta mm -hmm. get those. Wow. Got them. I don't know what happened to them. And then they re-released them again when I was... 16 I think 16 I was 16 and my boyfriend at the time sperm donor that's what we gonna call him sperm donor at the time <laughs> uh he got me a pair for Christmas mm. and I was just like oh I love these and he thought I was gonna say I love him but I was like the shoes <laughs> no, I love I the shoes that. but that's how that started I was 11 and then from there on it's just been a thing for me. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool. And makeup just kind of happened. I don't know. It's just <laughs> one day I was on YouTube and then thinking back to my mom and her red lipstick. Mm -hmm. It's kind of. Just, uh, I know I love your makeup, so. <laughs> oh, so not today. <laughs> I was, no, 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 girl, don't even do that. But, no, I didn't, cause I've always asked you about the makeup part, but I never got a chance to ask you. Like, oh yeah. Sneakers. But nah. you know I, like too, so. I know. I see y'all beat faces today. I'm just beat. <laughs> I'm done with you. Uh, but I'm gonna pass it off to Candyland, Coco. What's up again, everybody? Well, everybody that know me, know me in these streets. <laughs> no, but like everybody that know me knows that I'm a fashion stylist, style image architect. You know, I get your wardrobe together and your life too. If you let me, if I care that much. And I'm a singer, not professionally, but I could get down on the microphone. I write and I've even produced like a couple beats that I rap to. I used to rap. I started rapping. Actually, I started battling people when I was like 13 years old. And, you know, given any day, you know, somebody might say a word and I go witty crazy with it and just start flowing off the dome. So... You know, y'all know your word, candle. Look, you know what? Don't even start, because you know I'll start. I'm I know. Stop. Listen, y'all, I love when she do this shit. Like, real talk. I just throw a word out there, <laughs> and she'll just go. She'll just go, and she do. She does you know the best impersonations, too. Like, <laughs> I can't try not. Real shit, though, I do. I really do, though. But, um, yeah, like, I'm an overall, that's... That's my main thing, and then I'm I'm all about, you know, just building us up, building our people up, 
um, manifesting and positivity. Like, no matter what's going on in life, like, you always got to keep that positive mindset. So, that's just, like, the the extra juju to me, you know. And I'm going uh, to pass it to Miss Ari, you know. Mula. I was in the middle of writing myself down, so excuse me, y'all. Come on, Mola. And nothing more important than Mola. And I did not come up with that nickname myself, people. This is a family nickname. She bought them stacks. Um, no, for real. No, I'm always thinking about different ways for people to make money. That's crazy. Definitely. Yeah, no. You have to. I don't know, but um, I'm always thinking about different ways. I feel like people can make money. Um, a little bit about me, I am a performing arts person through and through, so I dance, um, I used to play the cello, I don't play the cello consistently anymore. Mm-hmm. I can still read music, um, I've had experiences in like being a self-taught uh, braider, a self-taught makeup artist. Um, I'm a young adult out here <laughs> in America Rather trying to survive. I'm fighting every day not to clock into somebody, and um, I'm really into politics. I love Black history. I have Black pride. I'm two steps from being a Black supremacist. <laughs> and I mean, I'm somebody's sister. I'm somebody's cousin. Somebody's daughter. That's me. <laughs> that's it. Oh my goodness, that's what's up. So now that y'all have, you know, y'all get to hear a little bit more about us personally. We gonna get into these topics today. You wanna uh, take this, Candice? For sure. So if y'all tuned in last week for our debut episode, we just really want to give a big up. Thank you for everybody. We want to thank y'all for coming back. If y'all hearing this episode, you know where it always goes down in the ladies room. So for the three topics we have, the three top topics we have, we're going to touch on today. Um, We may not be able to cover all three, but the focal point today is we're talking about self-awareness, loving yourself, feeling yourself talking about how you diverged yourself from what you were taught being brought up especially as women because you know as we all know we were all taught to think certain ways and to be certain ways you know all of that schnazzy schmazzy stuff so i'm engaged with y'all right now (laughs) you know what are some of the things of course that y'all don't do anymore that y'all was taught mm-hmm. that this is how y'all supposed to act as women as young ladies as females as respected classy and black all that women. stuff as, a black as you know the prim and proper you know I know I could say for myself but I want to hear y'all take on it you know and then we just all go in there you know um I just think for myself just growing up and our, you know how our household was. Yeah. Like my dad was an electrician Monday through Friday, Saturdays he was daddy and Sundays he was a pastor. But, and my mom, super independent. Like my mom was that person that was like, oh, you wanna dye your hair at 11? Okay, let's go pick out the hair dye. Yeah. She was for it. Yeah, she was all, my mom's super creative singer, whatever she wanted to be, that was my mom. So I think, Growing up in our household, in my household, it was what I gathered or what I learned 
from my parents, I guess, that kind of made me the way I am, is to just always be independent and think for myself. And that's something that I just, I took from my parents. But on the flip side, being in school and hanging with my friends and talking to their parents, as a younger kid, I was outspoken, but I was very shy. Like if you came at me, oh, we could get it popping. But at the same time, I was very shy. Like I would sit in the back of the classroom, quiet as a mouse. I wouldn't say shit. As an adult, I'm more vocal. Mm -hmm. I'm not really shy at all anymore. Like I just walk into a room, I, I can make friends with everybody in the room. I think for myself that I had to unlearn or had to really get the confidence in myself that everybody is not out to get you and I don't know why when I was a little kid I thought oh these people out to get me so that's why I was so quiet I was always observing people and as a young child I could even see like oh something about you ain't right so I maybe it wasn't a shyness maybe it was just I just don't have time for your bullshit at eight years old so I, I kept to myself most of the time I had very few friends and I think as an adult, I realized, I want to say after my son was born, mm-hmm. um, that everybody is not out to get you. There are some people in this world that are trustworthy. I still don't really trust that many people, mm-hmm. but there are some people in this world that I can lean on and trust in and know that, okay, she got my back or he got my back. I ain't got to worry about that. That's that's one thing for me. I don't want to keep going. No, I'm gonna let y'all. Talk. Oh, you good? No, you. I actually, I wanted to apologize. I said self awareness. I mean, I guess it's the same. But we were talking about what was we said um, um, self acceptance. Yes, and just on I mean, awareness is still the, in the same, same thing. But like synonym. just a touch basis on what she said. Yeah, I think unlearning right what you were taught, taught about yourself. Yeah. I think for myself. I, I feel like I really found who I was like two years ago um when I was young like I literally like no cap I hated what I looked like I used to be the girl I had like friends used to tell me like yeah you're pretty but I used to always like I y'all see my lips so people used to always call me big lips um bony like all of that stuff and I like literally hated myself and then I realized it was crazy because when I was like 15 years old 15 16 years old I used to always have a ton of guys try to talk to me but you know in my mind it was like every time I looked in the mirror I was like okay here's this girl with these big lips and skinny I always had a booty though so let's not chill on that but the thing was it was like I found myself involved in situations and not even just with men but even with some females that it was like y'all know how typically like if you if a girl is insecure if a girl is um insecure and she will be like she'll try to like uh talk down about another girl I was the complete opposite like literally I would see girls that I found so gorgeous because how my parents raised me particularly my mom like I never had that jealous bone in my body mm-hmm. so when I would see girls that I always thought was pretty I just run to them like yo you so pretty you fly and all of this and you know I would just be like in my head like damn I wish I looked like them I wish I liked them because I was like I didn't find myself attractive and I just saw like when even when I dated certain dudes it was just like I would tolerate bullshit because I was like, well, 
if I don't tolerate it, then who gonna want me? Um, friendships that I see, like even people don't even think that their friendships can be toxic. Man. But I had toxic friendships because yes, I, I always had like y'all know when y'all had y'all friends, like say y'all going somewhere downtown or something, and y'all kind of dressed up. And then you had that friend that tried to take like a sneak shot like, oh, you so skinny or you don't look like that. And yeah. it's so funny. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so funny because I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, when did I realize to just be frank? I was the shit. Like literally, I was standing in my mural the other day and I said, shit, I feel like two years ago, that shit was already training and came into me because I realized you know, people gonna say stuff to you that is really, they're just deflecting. Um, and I realized when I stopped looking for assurance and like, like acceptance of other people. Yeah, and like, okay, like me and Mickey right here, like we had this thing where we were talking about how we love wearing like hoops and, and earrings and that. And we still love doing that too. But we were like, the moment, I told her, I was like, the moment I knew that I really accepted myself for who I was and loved the fuck out of myself is when I did my hair and I didn't wear no earrings. And I was like, I know for a lot of people, they're like, well, what's the gist of that? Ask any girl. <laughs> when she gets her shit done, the main thing she's all like, bitch, let me throw on the hoops. Let me see how I'm looking. <laughs> you know, and I realized for me, earring check. Um, yeah, I was like, I realized for me, that's when I became aware of like, yo, bitch, you, 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 you spanking out here. You, you bad. You, and you don't need when, that extra Exactly. Style. And then when that came into my mind that I started treating myself different and then I started seeing like how toxic people, guys, friendships, how they were treating me. And then I got comfortable with like, you know what? I'm good on you. And when I tell y'all, when like when I'm truly, I'm not trying to run along, but when I no, truly start accepting myself, let me tell you, these motherfuckers be having me out here feeling like Beyonce. And Beyonce is a bad bitch. She a Virgo too, my sister. But, <laughs> but the thing is, like, every since, like, when every time I go out, so I'm like, well, not going out because y'all know clearly we can't go nowhere. But like, if I go to the mall, if I go downtown, I'm telling y'all, I got females of course I got dudes now but I'm like okay I see them know some more but I'm telling you like it's crazy people running up to me like they want an autograph now but you know what that is when you finally come to acceptance and love of yourself yeah. you get what you put uh, yeah, out that's you attract sense. how you like, like, feel like, yeah it's like manifesting affirmations and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna pass it over to you, Miss Ari. You know? No, I was gonna. Really, <laughs> that's why I was over here kind of writing down. Mm-hmm. Y'all really like said a lot of stuff. I want to piggyback on, especially like talking about um, like leaving off validating other people. Yeah, yeah. To for you to, in order for you to feel secure about yourself. Yeah. Like I realized um, that was one of the things that was holding me back when I started to seek validation from yeah. other people because I was I had to realize that you're not always wrong for how you feel right um sometimes like your intentions should be enough to be like yeah like we yeah can, we can have a conversation about mm-hmm. anything that I do that could make somebody else uncomfortable right I feel like um for me growing up I did have a lot of issues with others being easily offended by my actions mm-hmm. and me not necessarily realizing it until yeah. 
people want to team up and be like, we both hate this bitch. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like, yeah. like what you, uh, you said like toxic friendships. Yeah. Like, I think that's the biggest thing that I had to come into. Like, okay, yeah. before you decide you're going to give anything to anybody else, yeah. like give it to yourself. Definitely. Because you know that you are a sacrificial person. Yeah. You are yeah. a ride and die ass person. Yeah. So you got to be like clear and intentional with mm-hmm. who you're giving that energy to. Yeah. Um, I think for me too, toxic relationships, that shit is like <laughs> Y'all have to see our face when she took that. Because it's like it's, it's so many like red flags you might overlook that might just be like, damn, I did not Nigga. think this would be an issue. Literally so like the, the day. Yeah, and it's like the littlest things for me, that's why I like even with Buddha that's talking about self acceptance, like yeah. I had to really get into being like, bro, you're not always wrong you know, you're not always wrong how you feel. No. Because sometimes <laughs> perspective everything <laughs> and your perspective could be I didn't mean it like that but somebody will ride the way oh, of, yeah. yeah you said this or you said yeah. that and they'll put that shit on you yeah well, definitely. people are good to put limitations on like oh prices, listen alright man you know this all too well yeah that's why <laughs> I'm not gonna bring that shit like, I'm not but, no we gonna bring it up because it's shit is overdue but it's like even with that situation <laughs> alone like to insist on y'all don't know this, but me and Nikki went through a nice little business meeting that went left. It just it crashed and burned. And y'all be surprised. Yeah. You think you know somebody, so you know somebody. That's all I'm gonna say. And it's like I had to luckily Mickey was there, but she had to like tell me like I was witnessing it. Yes, mm-hmm. things were going left and right. Yes, this did happen. Yes, this happened. But you were not wrong. Like, and that's not just yeah. You. And not to cut you off, but that yeah. was one of the things. Like as far as self acceptance, I I saw it happening, but I'm looking like, well, all right, she grown, and I want her to be able to speak up for herself like mm-hmm. I got you all day mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm ride with you and if you right you right if you wrong you wrong but in this instance Ari was right and I just wanted her cause listen y'all I, I'm <laughs> listen I'm when I say outspoken I have to sometimes pull myself back because the people that I care about Ari Candace y'all know Candace is my sister but if I feel or see somebody just going at them, I'm like, I, I, I go from being friend and sister to mama bear. Y'all messing with my babies right now. And at this point, I'm going to bite your motherfucking head off. Right. But in that, in that instance um, that Ari is talking about, I had to pull myself back. I'm like, no, she got this. She Come on, Ari. I'm rooting for you, girl. Speak up for yourself. Speak up for yourself. And if you need me, I'm there. But I want you to speak up for yourself. And she, she did. Like, and I'm just so proud of her for doing that. Cause baby girl was not wrong at all. And I was just like, oh, Ari, I just want to hug you through this Zoom meeting. Yeah, but bless you. I'm so proud. Too, Cause I remember telling you like after the meeting, like, dog, was did this shit just happen? Like, it's a total shock <laughs> if you don't have your own back. Like, you gotta always show up for yeah, yourself most definitely. of the time. Cause I was lucky that day. Like, if Mickey was not there, that meeting would probably be... I would probably be looking so stupid, y'all, but... No, you wouldn't. I don't know. 
Because you, I was about to say, you remember I was in shock. Yeah, listen, y'all. Mula was kind of in tears, and I had to let her know, like, girl, no. Listen, no. Pick yourself up. Pick yourself up. But you know, some people cry when they about to go, like, Ted Bundy on you. Like, me. Some people, like, some people are like stone cold and some people share tears but it doesn't it's not I hate when people think like tears is a sign of weakness mm-hmm. I'm like if you see a person tear up usually the tsunami is coming mm-hmm. like you might want to just exit in this love. day and age it's only two times I'll cry it's only two times I'm about to about to kill you or I some of these cameras <laughs> <laughs> or uh, <laughs> yeah I want them baloney sandwiches uh-uh. yeah I want to take showers at my own time and that's kind of like what <laughs> I'm saying but that's like even with that situation that happened with you Ari and then situations that have happened with me and Candace being there for me and, and vice versa that's what the ladies room is about like yeah we gonna talk our shit and you know like last week we was out there with the we, politics we tricking on politics but <laughs> but that's what the ladies room is about for a place where women particularly black women could come and listen and they're like okay i'm not crazy i thought you know i was feeling this way and they speaking on it they absolutely right yeah i love myself you know what looking at meryl yes i'm a bad bitch and fuck this hoe and all this other shit that's that's what we are about just a place where you could come and you know, get a feel or or hear us talk about stuff that's plaguing your mind and you thinking that you crazy. Like, you know, it's a sisterhood and I'm just happy that it's us three, you know. Man. I'm happy about that. So <laughs> Well what I was gonna say is, you know, I know we have uh we've gained some listeners, so I'm I don't want to run our men away either because we have some men listeners too and that's another thing I really feel you know we can if we can briefly touch on that men and their self-awareness because y'all will be surprised like there's a lot of young black men out here that are so insecure I've dated a few and when I say insecure I mean like not like Oh, I gotta have my money tanks up. No, I mean like literally violently insecure. Like they look at them like girl. I'm talking about like look at themselves, don't find themselves attractive, and you be like, yo, like what is wrong with you? But that's just the thing, like, but I think because like how we were talking about being brought up and what we were talking, black men are not taught that they could be vulnerable. They talk like, look, you got to always have this face on. You got to come through, shut shit down. You hold the house down. You don't feel sadness. You too strong. And I honestly believe, like, that's why you have a lot of, like, suicides that have happened within the past years in the black man community because they feel like they don't have an outlet. So we just want to let y'all niggas know that y'all welcome here too. And cash at them. No, I'm playing, but no. <laughs> Y'all say, welcome here too. It's like, the ladies' room, and like shit goes down in the ladies' room. We talk about it all. Like, Sometimes you, know, you take your nigga into the, the ladies' room. Listen, come into the ladies' room with me real quick. But uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. 
So as far as like self acceptance, you a good time. They horrible. Y'all hear that? So as far as like self acceptance and stuff, like no, y'all good. Cause look, y'all see what I got to talk about. Y'all gonna be looking at me like, oh, okay. But um, as far as that, like, what? How do y'all feel? Y'all changed like. I don't want to say change, but evolve from like kind of mindsets on as women. Like, okay, when your mom or grandma or auntie told you like, okay, when you become a woman, you dress like this, you don't wear like this, you don't talk like that. How did y'all think that affected y'all now? Like, do y'all still kind of co-sign that or do y'all look at it as, you know what, I'm leading for women to come behind me and, and that mindset is almost kind of like a a women's prison if you think about it um i think for me honestly i have this i don't give a fuck attitude what you think so if i want to you know today i might be in some joggers a fitted cap and some tims or some sneakers and tomorrow i might be in some booty shorts with my titties all up to my neck face beat to the gods mm-hmm. But I really don't care how you feel about me, how I'm dressing or what I may say or speak or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have a bachelor's degree, fashion marketing management. I'm about to get my esthetician's license. I'm very educated. I could teach a philosophy class. There's so much shit I can do. Mm-hmm. But people will look at me because I'm dressed a certain way or I speak a certain way and think certain things about me. I could speak to the niggas from the east side but I could also go and speak to corporate office in Birmingham or in L.A. or wherever. But for me, it's just that attitude that I don't I don't really give a fuck what you think about me attitude mm-hmm. has really helped me. And I, I kind of feel like I've kind of always been that way. But as a woman, I've evolved. And I have to honestly attribute that to my mother because some of the conversations we had um just a couple years ago was her her telling me no mickey don't check because it was a point i honestly will say a point maybe three four years ago where i was you know like well maybe i should be this way or maybe i should change you know i'll be going out and people always say you always look so angry you need to smile more and i'm like y'all don't know what the i got going on inside right now i don't really have nothing to smile about and to other people it might have been her shit ain't that serious. But to me, it was important. It was serious. And it did. It was a point in time I was like, well, maybe I should change. Maybe I should be this way. And my mom was just like, don't change. I didn't raise you to be that way. I raised you to be independent and to think for yourself. And she would say, you know, I wish I had been that way when I was younger. Some of the things that she went through. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much for me. I have this. That, that attitude now, like you can't tell me nothing at this point in time. Like, I'll wake up, I might have a crust in my eye, and I still think I'm the fucking finest thing walking this earth. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to, you know, go outside and voice it like, oh, I'm the fucking finest. And it's nothing wrong with that either. There's nothing wrong with going out and saying, I'm so pretty. I don't see, I know there's people who think that that's a problem. I think that's a beautiful thing. If you pretty and you want to say it, say that shit. Mm-hmm. Just for me, I don't I don't feel the need to. I know that I'm the shit. <laughs> so, but I just, no, you good, but I just think that, that for me, 
developing that attitude for me mm-hmm. is how I evolved from being that shy little girl to whatever I was as a teenager mm-hmm. to the woman that I am today. Like I'm very, I'm almost kind of how I was when I was like eight years old. Mm-hmm. I'm more reserved now. A couple years ago, oh bitch, what this bitch that. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Oh, you want to go get the... Oh, we can, you know, we can do this. Pull up. Run up. Right. But now... I'm more pulled back. I'm more reserved. I observe a lot and say little. Like, I see you. I peep the shit. But today gonna change my day. It ain't gonna change whether I put cheese in my eggs or not. So... I just pull it back. Now, if you bring it to me and it's a problem, we can go from there. But I just, it's so much shit going on in the world that I focus on stuff that I feel is more important at that time. And that's me being successful, making sure my son is successful, making sure I build for my family and for my future kids and grandkids and my, and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm focused on. So yeah that's that's pretty much how I feel like I've evolved and still learning still growing but pretty much um, I'm still in the middle of evolving y'all shit I don't know mm. what to say it's still I mean it's a process I'm sure <laughs> I don't know how long this process is gonna be but um even like to unsubscribe from a lot of traditional things that you're taught as a young lady like I yeah. had to make a choice at a young age to unsubscribe from a lot of this shit <laughs> because I just had to sit back and be like okay all you women that's giving me advice I would never switch places with right. so why would I take this advice not to be disrespectful no. but it's like that's how, a matter of growing how though. much weight is this gonna yeah. get especially dealing with how me and you might get along in a normal conversation right. with like my mom my auntie or whatever yeah. but um for me personally uh, a lot of stereotypes um, I just had to become more aware of mm-hmm. like yeah nobody has the excuse to assume upon you yeah. but just know like this is what's already expected of you right. so don't even be surprised when yeah. it comes up just be prepared um, Yeah. especially with like um, I think I just wrote down but like I had to literally, like I said, unsubscribe from a lot of shit that my family had um, already put out there based off of what they were saying. Like, oh, you have to be a woman like this. You got to be like that. Yeah. And for me, I had to come up with, like, my own little theories about life. Like, hey, don't assume because you might make ass out of yourself right. just based off of how everybody else was treating me based off of the assumptions that were made upon me. Um, so I was literally just talking with my friend about this, but... This, this part alone that's why I said I'm personally still evolving but like mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in the middle of breaking family curses um so yeah it's gonna be a lot of uncomfortable experiences it's gonna be a lot of new shit coming my way but like everything I've learned as far I necess- I can use some of it but yeah. like a lot of it no it's not gonna work <laughs> cause like even the world has changed now yeah. yeah and even like like for my mom she grew up in a generation where yes men are supposed to provide and all this other stuff but even she won't subscribe to that like so mm-hmm. it's like you know I'm still learning but like yeah. 
even for me to be where I'm at now in life, there are a lot of things like, okay, I don't want to be out here bashing men. Like, men are still human beings, too. <laughs> yeah. But are it they? is... <laughs> Listen, but, um, <laughs> describer, my nigga is the shit. I want to put that out there. See, mine too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm growing as a little woman. I am. A little woman, not a little woman. Though. I am. I'm shorty. I'm shorty. But, uh, no, yeah. Like, even with that, like, I love my boyfriend too. Like, he's a shit too. And so that makes me more aware, like, okay, you can't just think, like, because you are prettier, because you do have certain perks to bring to the relationship that you just can get whatever you want. Right. Because this person might expect that and vice versa. So, how you feel about that shit? So. Yeah, I think for myself, like, evolving and just basing things on how I was when I was younger. When I was a little girl, I... I want to say like four. I feel like there's a lot of things I can remember at the age of four years old. Mm -hmm. And I have, I can literally say I had so much wisdom at the age of four because I was really like, I could have been a peace movement baby because like when I was four, I used to run up to people and give them hugs and just be like, you are love. And I'm that same way today. Now I'm not running up to nobody to hug them, but I'm like, if I see somebody out, I'll just be like, if I like sense that they look inside or whatever, I'll be like, yo, you know, like somebody out here praying for you, you it's gonna be okay. But um, when I was little, like I wanted to be in a nudist camp. I, if my mom was to ascend from heaven and tell y'all, she'd be like, yeah, sure, you wanted to be naked when she was a kid. And so that was just one of the things, kind of just being free within myself all the time, even when I dealt with um, confidence issues and, and self-esteem issues when I tell y'all like I've been through a lot I feel like a lot of the physically beautiful but I've had like a lot of hidden scars that have healed but I feel like it just kind of it didn't change me but it helped me evolve into the woman I am today where I'm very I just want to say, I don't want to say free, like something like, oh, she just do whatever, whenever and however. It's not like that, but it's like I'm more accepting to how people live different lives and I don't have to always have the first or the last word. I'm very reserved and understanding in all situations. Like I don't approach things with the a thought like I could have. I have people that I know that I'm like, I know you lying to me. I know you're trying to do me wrong. I know you have it out for me. And for a while, when I was going through like insecurities and thing, I felt that that was like a facade of who I was. So I would be ready to, I'm not going to ask you what's the problem. I'm just going to come up and Mike Tyson you. You know, we're not even going to talk. You're not even going to know what's coming. But as I got back to who I truly am, which I really can't say like, I knew who I was when I was four. It was just the bullshit I went through as a tween, a teen, and entering my 20s that kind of like had me faded out where it was like, okay, I'm trying to fit this person's idea. I'm supposed to be this way. Okay, my friends are doing this, so maybe I should do this too. And I feel like all that shit kind of had me like mad clouded for a minute where it was like, okay, I can't really see myself. I'm not really... I'm not aware, you know, I'm just out here coasting. So once I really got into my mind, I'm like, okay, you don't have to be feel ashamed about who you are, or things you like. You don't have to feel ashamed if somebody lied to you a trillion times and you want to be like, oh, I forgive you. 
I feel like a lot of women kind of take that shit to heart and it kind of makes them feel like, well, maybe even though I'm grown, like I'm telling you in your 30s and you feel like, well, maybe I'm grown. Maybe I'm not grown. Maybe I'm not aware who I, who I am if I'm always forgiven. And I'm like, no, like if that's who you are, that's who you are. Don't ever let nobody's idea of how you should react. Cause even like your close friends like to tell you like yo you should you should treat the situation this way or you know if i was you you know i want to burn this person house down or such and such and i feel like when you don't know who you are you gonna jump to it you're gonna be like you know what you right let's let's ride on this person let's do that but when you do know who you are when i'm like like real shit like when you when you figure out who you truly are all of that negativity, all that stuff, it really falls to the wayside because you realize it as an energy sucker. And certain things that used to affect you does not longer, you know, it don't affect you no more. Mm-hmm. So, like, like to get back to what you were saying, Ari, about evolving, um, I don't think we ever stop evolving. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't think there's ever a cap of when you're like, okay, I done hit the ceiling. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else I can learn. Like, you're going to be different 30 days from who you are today. Very true. So, I feel like okay. that's a good, that's a good, when you stop growing, then you just stop living. But it goes against what we're talking about, too. Mm-hmm. You're not aware of yeah. yeah. So, that's, yeah. That's self-reflection. Right. So right, definitely. So, and that, that was one of the things, like, I learned for myself. It, it was a hard lesson. When you really look in the mirror and face yourself and you think of all the the trials and tribulations you've overcame and then you think of like damn like I, I'm I'm really a motherfucking all-star mm-hmm. you know I'm motherfucking rookie of the year like I'm all of this and that you really start seeing like how things used to once affect you mm-hmm. like when you really learn who you are and take account of who you are all those past things is like the weight just falls off of you, mm-hmm. you know, start looking better, feeling better. And you really like your attraction, like you, your vibes, you on a higher level, higher level of consciousness. So that's just my take on it. You know, that's kind of like one of the things I noticed for myself with how I was brought up. You know, we had the same parents, mama and daddy. But one thing, um, I don't feel like my parents raised us the same, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. No, so, like, some of the things oh, that no, they... that's real shit. Like, like, we got an older brother, and we both agree on that. I love him to death. We call me, him, or her the three amigos, but I don't feel like same. we were raised same. the same way as my brother, and he'll turn around and tell you different. Yes. But, but honestly, baby, is there son yeah, I don't think... I, I don't think any Mom, of us okay. right i don't feel honestly but like real shit i don't feel i feel like my parents love us equally yeah but i feel like we like certain things like my sister to my love um we all sisters here so i just want to throw it out my my biological sister <laughs> to my love because uh, we not about to put Ari out like oh it's two sisters we not, not she already like certain things certain things my parents did with my sister they did definitely with me like I remember uh, one time my sister was wearing something mm. that she loved 
And, you know, in my eyes, like my, she'll tell you, like I told y'all, I'm very free. When her boobs just started growing, I'm sorry not to put you out there. She I mean, was they trying, are nice though. No, okay. but wait though. <laughs> but wait though. She <laughs> would try to, she would try to like wear sweaters and shit. Listen, and, and what would I, I say? And what would I say? Don't hide that shit. You better wear that shit, girl. You better put on that crap top. You better. And, but I was. But it wasn't. But see, that's another thing about unlearning because it wasn't that I was trying to hide it. I wasn't trying to hide it. Mm-hmm. I genuinely like growing up. I was more of a tomboy. Like I genuinely liked wearing hoodies and joggers and sneakers. Yeah. When I got pregnant, my family thought I was trying to hide my pregnancy when I found out I was but before that I wasn't trying to hide my pregnancy I just gen- genuinely like wearing hoodies and and joggers listen my nigga will tell y'all today he cannot leave a pair of joggers around me because I don't care don't if they too big for me I'ma just take them <laughs> but it ain't even like I asked him literally like where you get them joggers from and he be like here take no I don't want yours. I want my own pair mm-hmm. and my size. This not about me wanting to be. I do want to be around you all the time. But yeah, it wasn't like unlearning and what people's perception. Not saying it's a bad perception, but I really was not trying to hide my boobs. No, I no, just, but I like, knew that. I'm just I was about to say, no, I knew you wanted something. Yeah, because when literally, literally I, my my breast started growing when I had got on birth control, so they mm-hmm. just happened overnight. And I had the same, like, let me cover these up. Let me just cover myself up. Not even on some, like, I'm ashamed. I just feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. And my thing was, I don't want nobody to say nothing. Like, I was Mm -hmm. raised with boys um, on both sides. On my mom's side, I'm the oldest girl. You know, my dad's side, all my cousins, I'm the oldest girl. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, all my cousins, we were raised at our grandparents' house. And it was just, like, even to, it was never, like, I felt uncomfortable around my cousins or nothing like that. But it was just, like, I don't want nobody to say nothing to me. Mm-hmm. And even like my parents, not even my parents, but like my mom, I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to look too sexy or mm-hmm. above my age. Yeah. But I really don't know what to do with these right. things. <laughs> but still, and then it's not even that. It's like going to school. I don't want all that attention and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah, and I'm like, learning whatever that psychological thing about it is. Right. Too. And then, and like what I was about to say, like touch on like, when she she was going out the house somewhere, I don't remember. I think she was like 16, 17. And then I remember when I was 17, I had the skirt on. And I could say, like, looking at it, like, I thought my dad and my mom were like, okay, they, they becoming more lax, you know. Mm-hmm. And I had on the skirt. And, like, I'm 5'5", five, five, but I've always had legs, y'all. Mm-hmm. Now I'm camel ain't got shit on me. <laughs> like, but no, but like I always had legs though, and I remember like my dad. <laughs> my dad was like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "I'm going outside." He was like, "Not in that." And I went. I had on a regular t-shirt and a skirt, but my dad was like, "No, you're not wearing that." And for a while, like I, I used to get like really mad at my dad because I'm like, "What, what, what you got against me?" Like, damn, you know. She could do this. Why? I'm not even doing nothing. I'm just, you know, I'm going to the store. And, like, just kind of going back over shit, thinking back to when I was younger. And even my mom, my mom, I remember I had this conversation with her. And I was like, why, like, certain things? I'm like, if I, I, I put it on or something, 
you know, I'm getting taken to the side. Like, I'm like, y'all didn't do this with my sister. And it had nothing to do with my sister having a child either. So that had nothing to do with it. And my mom was like, I, I feel like, she's like, Candace, like, at your age, it's like you live a very long time. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, me and my, like, the relationship she had with my mom and the relationship my brother had with my mom and the relationship I had with my mom, very different. Like, my mom, I, when I tell y'all I was free, like, I would be on some crazy weird shit. And, like, I would flash my mom, like, Mom, look, my boobs lopsided. Because I was, like, a comedian, too. So I would just do you that. So, like, we both did. Like, it literally. I'll flash y'all today. But it was like, I was like, why? I'm like, what is the difference in the relationship? And my mom, like, she couldn't necessarily give me answers. I remember I asked my dad, I was like, Dad, like, really? Because. Like, people was terrified of my dad. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, this nigga looked like a lion in the face. Like, literally, like, if you talk to this nigga, you think you're talking to Mufasa, for real. Yeah. And for me, I I never, I I was never afraid of my dad. Like, I, we would get into it. My dad was a Leo, and I'm a Virgo. And when me and him would get into it, I will, I literally would be like, like, I'm like, what's up? You know? And I would have to tell him, like, Candace, like, why, why are you, why are you getting so mad? Like, you, like, you ready to box this nigga, you know? But my dad came, <laughs> my dad came to me and he was like, because he was like, you my baby girl. And I'm like, okay, but she's your baby girl too. He was like, yes, she is. He was like, but it's like, I can't, I, I have one daughter that I'm prepared to let grow up. I can't let you grow up. And you know how, not to cut you off, but you know how that made me feel? It made me feel like he didn't really care about as me as much. I was about to because ask Because for me, what she was thinking was like, well, why y'all not going after her? And she, like me, me and her used to share each other clothes and yeah. stuff. For me, it was like, Y'all don't give a fuck if I walk out the house half naked. Y'all just let me go. Y'all don't give a fuck that I'm 16 and I just spent the night at a boy's house. Y'all don't give a fuck if I... But the thing was, if I walked in the house... Like, I wasn't really dressing provocatively. I had no, my I moments. Because, like I said, I was more of a tomboy. But That's I did right. have my moments, but... I remember that incident where she had on a skirt because I had on a skirt too and I was always a very thick curvaceous girl at a young age like I was always shaped that way so I'm thinking to myself like well when I walk out the house this nigga's old enough to be my daddy that's asking you to do electrical work for them, trying to holler at me. Mm. But you're not saying it about me walking out the house looking like this. Mm. I knew within myself, like, I'm not about to do nothing because I, I knew what I wanted out of life. Mm-hmm. So I didn't care how much money a nigga had. I wasn't impressed because I knew I always wanted to get my own. So that that whole peer pressure shit, that didn't phase me. That wasn't an issue I had. And maybe my parents knew that. I don't know. But for me, it was like, damn, y'all don't care about me enough to even tell me to go in the house and change my clothes. And that's what was in my head at that time until, thank God, me and my daddy was able to have this conversation shortly before he passed. And he just cleared some stuff up for me. And he literally was like, what happened? Me and my dad got a a big ass argument. Mm -hmm. And I left. I was going to leave. I was going to check into a hotel or uh, 
go to my friend's house and my friend my man now but convinced me like no go and talk to your daddy go back home go talk to your daddy your daddy loves you blah blah i was like no fuck that nigga i don't care what happens to him blah 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 and i went back home and my daddy is not that type of person to come out and apologize my daddy is that type of person i got you some shrimp do you want it he was that was his apology But he actually came outside. And he knew how much I love shrimp. He knew I wasn't gonna turn that shit down. So but <laughs> but he came outside and me and him had like a good two hour conversation mm-hmm. about life. And he pretty much said to me, he was like, you know, I just always knew that you could take care of yourself. So I didn't have to be as hard on you. And at that moment, I was like, oh, this nigga do love me. <laughs> like, because for the longest, me and my daddy was cool. We was tight. We was like best friends. But I didn't think my dad really loved me. I always knew my mama loved me. I always knew that. But I didn't think my daddy really loved me that much. I'm like, he don't be telling me no. And some kids be looking like, he tell you no, girl. So for me, it was like, no. Because kids shouldn't be doing this stuff. It's your job to protect them and guide them. I didn't feel like he was guiding me or trying to protect me. And maybe that's how I, I don't know, developed that. Mick, you got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't be out here listening to what these niggas say. Fuck these niggas. Pimp these hoes. Do what you got to do. Like, even, <laughs> listen. Let me tell y'all. When I, when I got pregnant, yes. my son's sperm donor told me. Yes. Please talk about He it. said, listen, I think we should get back together. I said, I don't want to get back together, but I'm pregnant, though. He was like, well, how do I know it's mine? I'm like, bro, I'm 16. I'm 17. I'm 17. I was like, I'm 17. You was my first and only. I ain't been with nobody else. He's like, well, I'm not ready for a kid. You know, if I can't be with you, I don't want to be in that child's life. You know what I said to him? All right. And I hung up the phone. And I ain't spoke to him since. Like, I'm not pressed for you, nigga. My child's gonna be taken care of one way or another. Like, (laughs) I literally hung up the phone. I was like, all right. Bye. Bye. Like, damn. The best thing you ever gave me was Jordan 11s and my baby. So, (laughs) and I really was only talking to you because the nigga I wanted to talk to had a girlfriend and I wasn't that type of girl. Mm -hmm. And I was bored. Mm. Like, that's really how I started talking to him. I was bored. I had nothing to do. Mm. So, just going back to my daddy, like, he, I, and I think he saw from that, too. Like, Mickey could take care of herself. Like, and let me, let me go talk to her, because now she coming at me. Like, she, when she was younger, she wouldn't say much, but now she older, she coming at me. Like, when I tell y'all this fight me and my daddy got into, mm-hmm. It almost turned physical. Mm-hmm. My mama had to jump between us. Cause I ain't never been that girl that wouldn't fight a nigga. I'd fight a dude. Yeah. I'd have knocked some dudes out. Don't let this five, three fool you. Mm-hmm. So it, it almost came to that point. And I think my, my father saw like, oh shit. I'm doing too much. I need to talk to her. Because mm-hmm. I never meant for it to go to this point. She obviously holding on to something. Because the argument wasn't even that serious. 
But it was just like everything in my mind was coming like, no, and you did this and you did that. You knocked my fucking birthday cake on the on the floor and you ain't even replace it. You know, you were supposed to buy me Malibu Barbie and you went to the dollar store. It was just like stuff that did, was not even serious coming up in my head like, fuck this nigga. He don't yeah, love you. He was just over it. He don't even love you. Mm -hmm. So what that he provides for your child? Mm -hmm. He, I couldn't even see that. My daddy became the daddy to my son. And I couldn't even see that. And it was even me looking at him like, you doing all this for my baby. You ain't, you wasn't doing this stuff for me. But I, looking back, I could see how, knowing his background, like, my daddy did love me. Like, now today, it ain't shit you can tell me about that man. Like, I will fight you over that man. So, that just... I mean, y'all, I'm not too, I'm not sure um, where to start. For me, I just had to, I had a wake-up call, mostly in high school. I kind of lost all my friends, like, in a day. Because <laughs> I actually, I'm not even sure. They actually listen, decide to listen to, like, one person. And off of that lesson alone, like, for me to go to both of my, to experience getting bullied for, like, a whole two years in high school. And literally, like, experience, like sitting by myself not being able to like run for prom queen like my my high school class people i graduated with was some professional ass haters like they went out their way to always you know not just always get in the way of anything that i wanted to do after knowing like she ain't got no friends and stuff no more but to be in a position where i couldn't go to either one of my parents kind of made me be like all right so you're not on the wrong path of just immediately having your own back like you don't have to I think what I had to learn about it, as far as self-acceptance goes is you're gonna always like I said you gotta show up for yourself and sometimes the whole room gonna isolate you the whole room gonna be like you're a fucking lunatic like we don't want you here period so you gotta either be like okay what did I do are they right are they wrong and what are we what what are you and yourself gonna do moving forward um i guess for me it was just like for me self-acceptance is still a thing because um i tend to still subscribe like unsubscribe from people in general because i feel like every action got a reaction and that was just something that i had came up with myself off of just like seeing that my parents didn't really have much advice for me myself so i mean i really wasn't prepared for that part of our subject so i'm sorry you, no, no listen you gotta it's okay listen no apologies that's Don't what we're here for, for to speak speak it and if we get emotional listen i told maybe i didn't tell y'all but it's one of these days it's gonna be some crying in here so i mean it's it's cool that's what we're here for speak on it i'm even like I said, I'll fight for that man. Don't speak ill will. Don't speak ill on my daddy's name. But there are still some things that I think about and I get emotional about it. And I'm like, damn, I wish I could have, you know, talked to him about this or gone to him about this. But I felt at that time I couldn't. So, yeah, don't, don't, uh, that's good. That's, that's fine. And get that out. 
You got to let that out. Don't hold it in. I just told somebody today, listen, girl, you better let that shit out or it's going to eat away at you. And then you're going to let it out. And you might let it out on the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I was just kind of laughing at how we had that little still quiet moment. It just got like real silent real quick. A moment of silence. But, um, <laughs> no, I, I fuck with that. I feel that like 100% because you know your experiences are what make you grow they can make you they can break you if you let them break you i always have i, I feel like i coach myself sometimes like i have a, a drill sergeant which is my middle name <laughs> and then me telling me like no you better tighten up your boots little bitch like i literally like i, I talk to myself because it's like if you, you you see everything going on and what you face every day and it's like part of that growth, part of that learning who you are is accepting. I don't say the bad because I don't see bad in it, but it's just like accepting your flaws. It's accepting if if something does still bother you, like don't shield it. Like don't like even like what you just said. You was like, I'm sorry, y'all. Like no, don't don't apologize for you. That's you. That's what you've been through. That's yours. And can't nobody take that from you. And can't nobody come up in here and try to tell you who you are and how to act and, and how you're supposed to behave. Like, especially, you know, you're getting, you're growing. And like, I, I commend you. Like, honestly, yeah. like when I, when I first met you and you told me how old you were, I'm like, yo, like, she, she got needs, a bad wish. She needs a standing ovation. Like, I, I'm not one of them type of people that's like, she doing this and she that age. Ugh. Like, no, like, bitch, I'm gonna plaster you all over my IG when you think I'm a stalker and be like, why she got her bitch? Because like, really, like, everybody has gone through their own personal things. And we not trying to bore y'all out there. We just, this, this some real shit. Everybody has gone through their own personal things that helped them become who they are or helping them become who they are like there's plenty of things like i could i was raped like three years ago uh, yeah and for me and then like when I, I told some of my friends and i think they thought like i was saying like oh yeah i was you know i was just hanging like no 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 i was law and order svu raped by somebody that i thought was supposed to be cool with and I literally had to go to work the next day. So I'm like, I have this notion in my head. And I'm like, you know, I sh my father had already passed. And I remember I had told my mom like a year after it happened. And my mom just like looked at me. She was like, I knew something had happened because you, you changed. And she was like, and you always had a, a warm heart. You was always kind and caring she was like and it was like this blanket of winter just came and you was cold there are certain situations that i still feel like i feel like i've healed from it but i know there's like certain things that i'm like i'll check myself on it like no coco that's not you if you see somebody say you're not just gonna be like that's their business you the type of person that's like yo we get through that shit like yeah like i don't want to be though everything happens for a reason but when I look back at my life and think of shit that happened, I'm like, everything honestly in my life has happened for a reason. Like, got me to the struggle. I've almost been homeless. <laughs> I've like, I, I've been through a lot, you know. But all in all, I feel like every hurdle, every 
tribulation, I have triumphed. And it has brought me to the woman that I feel like I was always supposed to be because who, you know, I, my message could possibly say some young girl, some young guy out there, your message right. the same, her message the same. So I feel like all of us each have our own different battles that we've all gone to. So you gone through. So you don't ever apologize for shit that happened to you. Don't ever. No apologies. No apologies, y'all. We ain't saying sorry about and shit. And that's on what? Like, we ain't Period. saying shit. <laughs> we ain't saying sorry. The only thing I say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all white people just not realize how fucked up y'all are. Well, not all white people, but... Mm, not 99.9 kinda, you know, hit a, it hit a curb bar, y'all, because it, it really, it just got deep. I didn't even think we... I don't even think we thought it was gonna get that deep. Like honestly, we was. But no, nah, like it was. Up, but it was. Um, um, I think it was needed. Yeah. Like just to help get that out and know that it's not just you. That other, yeah. you know, people, your counterparts are going through that, and you know, if you lose a couple people in your life, friends, whatever, because they not understanding of your situation honestly they was never your friend to begin with they some haters and haters are really they really love you they hate you because they see something in you that they don't see in themselves so they really love you that's really what it is but um what was i about to say after that so yeah like she said no apologies don't apologize for being who you are because who you are inside and out is beautiful you are made and created in the image of god and i know god is beautiful so don't ever apologize but <laughs> um man we need the woo side after all that woo side <laughs> like just like a deep take breath, a release do a 10 second meditation Everybody breathe in and out. Get your print ready for that. that them, them blunts we about to hit. Figure, oh, please. Girl. I don't know. I was, I was really thinking we were about to catch the subject. So. Oh, I mean, yeah, you, can, yeah, still you still got more. Like, yeah, to say yeah. about it, definitely can. We could, we could just go briefly to touch one of these other, <laughs> other subjects real quick. Anything I was going to say, um, as far as my segment, he got impeached today. He did. <laughs> what? How she yeah. said that what? shit? Yeah, he it did. Second time. Son, you for real? Damn. Literally, like the score is four to zero. Like that's a it's a blowout sales. Let's let's put on wait wait Black Friday sale. Wait wait hold on. She just saying that like we ain't about to all chime into this shit. This like, the, the puff, hold up. Hold on, wait. Y'all yeah. today in Puff and Pass on Politics. Ari, go ahead and say that again. No, I'm not. Come on. Just say it again. Get closer to the mic. I'm Come not on. playing, y'all. The segment alone, I was going to tell y'all. The men got in I, I was watching a little bit Listen. earlier. That's just that. He... <laughs> I don't know. So this, he can't run in 2024? No, the impeachment is not official until yeah. they go to the Senate. Yeah. Right. But who is the Senate now? This is the now? second time this is happening. We are the Senate, y'all. We are the Senate now. So. Crib walk on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like. He's out of here. <laughs> he, so is that why his daughter made the statement today? said, despite my father, I feel that I could run and win. 
no, presidential race. She, I'm not sure. Like, she always be, saying that. Yeah, saying, yeah like, she just keep stupid. saying that shit. I'm not gonna hold y'all up. Like, I, Bruh, I had no idea. It. I just seen like <laughs> Ogi and Peach for the second time, and the second time that's what threw me off. Like, damn, what happened the first time? So you said that. Oh yeah, you did, when they tried to um But see But that one went through the, the, the house was the house was, was, the was all Republican. Um, yeah, that's the only time I hate red. Well this was funny. <laughs> my only thing was y'all too why is this the second time this is happening so mm-hmm. so basically their thing is we're gonna impeach him real quick even though he got a few days left yeah so he can't run he can't yeah uh, he yeah. won't be able to run yeah. 2024 yeah. cause he was know, already talking about running in 2024 but now I he seen, can't run I seen a number won't he do like it God be the glory 235 to somewhere around 200 too small like some mediocre yeah <laughs> so obviously he lost so oh, I gotta clap, clap for that yeah, no need to roll up ladies we got what we want um yeah <laughs> uh no need to pass on that or mm-hmm. or pass no we weren't we were not gonna we pass on that one puff, we were gonna I'm gonna puff two pour. times on that gonna light it up I gotta so well still in puffing politics so did y'all hear about what the executive uh, editor-in-chief at Forbes magazine what he's doing <laughs> so yes. I can't so I like I literally took a picture because I was laughing when I saw shit so the lady what's her name Huckabee I can't Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Huckabee, Huckabee. yeah I can't think of the other she's two. Mike Huckabee's but daughter pretty much what he says he's putting in his magazine that when they go to seek like white collar jobs after this because they know this shit is up in flames that he's gonna put it in there before you take their application, their resume, know that they cannot be trusted. They are liars. And like literally, his name is, I wrote it down, something Randall. I can't think of his full name, but I was like, if the petty has not hit the ceiling, this just crashed the motherfucker. He was like, no, because they was in the White House for four years, spewing what this idiot was saying and co-signing that shit. He was like, so now they know. He was like, anybody that worked for the Trump campaign know this is about to be the hardest. They about to feel black. They about to feel, they want to be oppressed so bad. They about to see what it feel like. Oh, because he's like, they about to live that black America. Definitely. He said he's putting it in his magazine that these people are liars to whatever company. This nigga even mentioned so much as like a fast food joint. Was like, so you know, (laughs) whatever they tell you, you getting lies out of that shit. And I was just like, literally, it serves them right. McDonald's did show up in my life. <laughs> the, you the the were the head of the body. You like, Welcome to McDonald's. Are we really welcome to McDonald's? We see how y'all lie with Trump. Wow. Y'all lying. That's crazy. Just, um, yeah, well, that's, that's, yes. puff. It's politics. <laughs> Happy to hear that news today. Um, we got some health and beauty tips for you today. Y'all gonna love this one. But this is for people who are 21 and up. Um, we don't condone underage drinking, but you do as you please. Um, so it's, it's a little more on the health side. There's some beauty tips in here, but this is more on the health side. And we are gonna speak about the glorious rum today. I love it. It tastes so good. But there are some health benefits to rum. Um, no, look, listen, real shit. There are, I'm about to tell you, I'm about to get y'all life together. I'm, y'all about to get y'all life together. 
Rum. The consumption of rum can give you a strong and healthy heart. It also decreases cholesterol levels in the body. It's a good drink for the peripheral artery. Artery. It helps to prevent peripheral artery disease. Um, it's a blood thinner, which can help combat artery blockages, prevent heart attacks and heart disease. It's also an effective antiseptic. So if you fall or get hurt or you know you having wild sex and you fall off the bed and scratch your arm or whatever go put some rum on it it's it's one of the best antiseptics ever it helps it's really good at cleaning cleaning wounds and helps prevent bacteria from growing it's also effective as a painkiller when applied topically um what else it reduces the risk of mental health by drinking up to one and a half ounces per day. It helps decrease the risk of mental disease and can even prevent Alzheimer's disease, dementia, but only consume it in moderation, like I said, up to one and a half ounces a day. And also studies have shown (laughs) that those who drink rum moderately have about a 38 to 40% lower risk of contracting kidney cancer than people who did not drink rum. There's also, what else? Um, Helps prevent thyroid cancer, lymphoma. It's a good common cold relief. Um, Consuming two teaspoons of rum a day can help treat and prevent the common cold because of its high. Listen, Listen, when I found this out, and it's because of its high antibacterial properties, which helps to cure colds effectively. Okay. It's helped in diabetes. It helps to lower blood sugar, um, sore muscles. If you have sore muscles, um, drinking two, tea, two tablespoons a day can help in the relief of muscle strain, muscle pain. So when you get that good workout and your muscles are sore, take two tablespoons of rum and it helps with the pain. It's good for osteoporosis, arthritis, and a beauty tip for rum. If you take a little bit of rum and mix one to two ratios in a cup of rum and water, it's a one to two ratio, get a cotton ball, say you have acne, you have issues with pimples, acne, dry skin rub it on your face it's kind of it acts like a, a toner or an astringent oh wow the antibacterial properties and it helps to soothe your acne scars and eventually gets rid of the acne altogether so it's much better than all that shit prescribed to you by a doctor and it tastes good <laughs> so bro you tripping it tastes good get you some (laughs) mix it with some pineapple juice (laughs) or that or that that blue lemonade that they sell at the liquor store the blue one the blue one (laughs) or that raspberry simply's lemonade Mm -hmm. and it's so good but aside from drinking it (laughs) those health properties it tastes better than Hennessy how you even come across like, like Listen, I do my research. Listen, I like rum, but that's not how I came across it. Like, I just was doing my research on, like, benefits of health and was reading all these different things. I was like, oh, shit, okay. And I saw, you know, made sure that the studies were accurate, that the sources were credible. Mm-hmm. And that's how that came across. I was like, okay, 
that's what's up I will tell y'all the other day though I had a really bad headache like the worst headache ever and my throat was a little scratchy I don't have COVID but I got <laughs> some rum and I took you know them little them little cut they look like shot cups I got one of those and I pour um two tablespoons of rum into it and put a little honey in it stirred it up took the shot my headache was gone I want to say in like 15 minutes wow. and my throat felt clearer than it's felt I want to say in the past month Damn. so if anything it works rum is good for your health even if you don't like the taste I mean but we don't like to taste the medicine anyway so mm-hmm. I didn't know I had all those uh, dentists. Yeah. That's like, yeah. like, rum is a, um, cause that's like the only, I don't really drink like that, but that was one of the only drinks that I would drink. And I knew this for, I want to say about, shit, well, I ain't about to let y'all know my age out there, but I've known this for a while. Yeah, you're 19 you know, today. Uh, <laughs> right, with well, the 90s vibe, yeah, get into it. But no, I've I known that for a while, but a lot of people, um, and like the Bahamas, they, use it they utilize it as like a natural everything mm. they don't use like how americans will use all the pharmaceuticals and all that bullshit. that's really not good for they you use it like rum rum and coconut oil like how it kind of cracks me up when i see like all these sorry white people i just y'all just make it easy but like when they jumped on the train of the coconut oil girl like, pandemic <laughs> and they was like oh yeah you put coconut oil and everything like we've been doing that people in the islands literally take a shot of coconut oil because it cures a lot when i say a lot of shit mm-hmm. i mean like some stis mm. cure and oh yeah i saw that i saw that yeah, today so yeah but um we uh have and and thanks for the beauty tip making I'm ahead oh. and jump in here real yeah, quick no, with, no shit. uh, you know, just some things going down fashion, you know, coming to you as your fashion stylist. And then we're going to give out the, the excellence award. Circle of excellence. The excellence. The circle, the circle of life. Excellence. Lion King. Well, <laughs> um, if y'all know me, y'all follow me. Y'all already know how I get down when it comes to this fashion shit, creating shit, wearing dope shit, exclusive shit, all the shits. I'm with the shit. So uh, right now, if y'all know the store ASOS, that's like my favorite store. Always have people run up to me asking me where I get shit. Like, oh, I ain't, I ain't seen that around here, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. ASOS is one of my favorite stores. They're having an 80% off sale and they sell everything. I'm talking about everything. These is all top name brands. And right now, ASOS literally just dropped that they're about to start selling exclusive dunks. The ones too. So y'all want to run over there, head over there. They're going to start selling them, I think, towards the end of January and all of February. I'm not sure if they're going to keep it on, but I know it's something that ASOS always like sold like Nike dunks every now and then. And um, that uh, that tracksuit I had on last week, the green one, mm-hmm. I bought it off ASOS. And like if you went to the Nike website, it's like 120 ASOS had it on sale. I only paid $70 for the top and bottom together. Is it, um, do they have like only online locations or do they? Yeah, because ASOS is, is, is United Kingdom based store. Okay. But the, the good thing about it, I used to do this because when I was like shopping like crazy and 
back when I didn't really know any better. So I would like buy shit to like style people in. You could change the motherfucking currency. <laughs> so he like he he had to it. I used to change the currency I do it all the time. And, and I used to yeah, I used to change the currency and also a tip if if you have the app, always still go y'all take this tip down. Always still go to the website. Because like my I bought a coat that literally said on the app it was sold out. Mm. I went to just I typed it in on the browser, the website. And that bitch was still available. And as long as you add to cart, mm -hmm. you have, I think it's 20 or 30 minutes to buy it. Mm -hmm. So if, say, you added the last item they have to your cart, you get that shit secure for 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So y'all make sure y'all go ahead. Don't check it out too much because I want to go. And right. And y'all, no, my birthday is in January. So go in there and buy me Definitely hit, hit ASOS <laughs> up. <laughs> Like we we get ready to go into Valentine's Day, so get your sweet something, and um, yeah, you know I'ma pass it back. We gonna pass it around. We gonna talk about the excellence award. So just to keep y'all up to date on y'all fashion shit. That's what's up. And like I, I just want to piggyback off of her. My birthday is January twenty eighth, <laughs> so y'all could go ahead and um. Go on there and get me something. <laughs> Cash at me at Mickey M M M S. If y'all want to, you know, <laughs> birthday is January twenty eighth. It's in a couple days. Mm -mm. <laughs> Aquarius vibes over here. No solicitation. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Circle of Excellence Award. So we all know her for her music and her sometimes outlandish sayings. And that's one reason why we all love her. But we want to give her this award today just based on who she is aside from her music. Um, so my, my choice for, or our choice for the Circle of Essence Award today, we want to get this award to Cardi B. Reasons behind this being that Cardi B stands for, and just kind of flows with what we talked about today, unlearning and acceptance of self. Cardi B stands for women empowerment and particularly that of black women. She's always speaking up about the issues in the world that plague us and how our voices matter. She's accomplished so much politically from sit downs with Bernie Sanders to even interviewing now president elect Joe Biden on racial injustice and inequality of black Americans. She encourages women to acknowledge and take back their power and not succumb to what society has taught them or deemed women of color to be. She wants to show women that we can that we can have it all and still be successful and powerful CEOs, business owners, and still at the same time be mothers, wives, sisters, girlfriends, friends, etc. Cardi B is a woman of value and wants every woman everywhere to feel the value within themselves. She believes in working hard and smart for yours and not relying on nobody else for your success and your finances. And that is why, you know, we chose her. She inspires women to reach for more, to dream big and to achieve it. She's bold, honest and intelligent. And that is why we would like to present Cardi B with the Circle of Excellence Award. Cardi cannot be with us today, so we're going to accept this award on her behalf. But thank you, Cardi, for all your contributions to 
this world aside from your music. I'm you so are appreciated. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, but I mean, I do. I I like her for the most part. I like how she um how she deals with the media. It's sometimes I'll be like, "Man, Cardi, look, it ain't even worth it." But I like how she feels like she gotta take everybody on. Like you know what? Like she recently just took somebody on because they were trying to say, "Oh, your 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 daughter can't listen to what, but our kids can." And she made a statement like, first of all." I'm not in control of your motherfucking kids. You are supposed to be a parent. I don't make songs for children. I'm not JoJo Siwa. And when she said that, I cry laughing because I'm like, y'all know who JoJo Siwa, do y'all know who she is? Yes. The JoJo girl. The side ponytail girl. girl. The grown white girl. Yes. Yeah. So she. (laughs) All right. Do it again. (laughs) (laughs) When she said that, I was done. Like, I was crying laughing because I'm like right cause she yeah, so the, the video the video just surfaced where Cardi she enjoying her I love seeing her enjoy her own artistry cause you have so many artists I feel like they don't listen to their other shit they own shit unless they Kanye you know cause nobody loves Kanye the way Kanye loves Kanye but so <laughs> right George Bush don't care about black people but, um, <laughs> but when she was like uh, her daughter came walking in the room and she you know rapping and whopping and, and then she cut that shit off and just started like acting like she's doing something else and I just started laughing because I'm like here's this woman who's so beautiful so strong I've been rocking with Cardi since before she got her teeth done like when she was on Love and Hip Hop I always loved her and I was just like that's some real shit because of course you know you're not when that lame ass nigga told her she wasn't gonna be shit I'm like right I'm like you're not gonna play that song around the Um, kids Something like that. He don't matter. But I was like, yeah, you're not gonna play that song around no kids. So when she cut it off, and then all these people tried to comfort her, I'm like, honestly, I like Cardi Man. You better than me. I'm like, fuck y'all. Like, I ain't gotta explain shit to y'all. But the fact that I'm at that she still did, like, still gave an explanation because I feel like Cardi B still feels like it's important for me for y'all to understand like where I'm coming from even if I tell y'all to suck my dick like it's still important for y'all to understand why I'm telling y'all to suck my dick and hope y'all can understand why I'm telling y'all to suck my dick but it was just it was funny so definitely I I fucked with Cardi and that's why that's why she was chosen for that award because it also ties into our topic today just unlearning and accepting yourself and not really giving two shits about what anybody else I like her. Has to say about you or what they think you should or shouldn't be. So, I mean, if you don't rock with her music, just her as a person, though. Like, that's, that's what's up. And women should aspire to see the value in themselves the way that she does. So, kudos to you, Miss Cardi. We appreciate and accept and I love you for it. Um, Y'all got anything else y'all want to add? That you want to touch back on anything, Ari? Sorry, but uh, um, no, you're good. Um, so, shout out to Cardi for winning the award. I like Cardi sometimes. She's um, she says sometimes. No, sometimes. I do. I think she's an awesome entertainer. 
she is a great entertainer. I think mm-hmm. that's one thing she does. And her story is just so awesome. Yeah. Because we, I think that's a good part, too, about her career. Like, we got to witness her literally be bad mm-hmm. from the beginning. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then be at a point where people can't help but just accept her as she is. Right. Um, a person, she is, like, I think she's a great person. Mm-hmm. A rapper and all. I can't, <laughs> I can't respect no rapper that's like, yeah, I don't write my shit. But she's an awesome ass performer. Like, she gives yeah, it. Like, and that's one thing right. we can't take away from her. She's doing what she subscribed to doing. So mm-hmm. even for her to still be like, I'm still a, somebody parent. Like I don't mm-hmm. care if I did, but right. yeah, no. that's still my kid. Because right. what are you gonna do? Like if that's the case, and can't no entertainer. Whether you talking about Cardi B or you talking about Billy Joe, mm-hmm. that's your we job. We grown as adults. Yeah, that's I your can't job. police what you let your kids listen to. Yeah, and I be it's. It's sickening that people really be coming at her like that. That's she's like, I think it's because she's an easy person. Yeah. Target, yeah. Yeah, and she's very, like, outspoken. So, yeah. I mean, I like Cardi, too. Like, when she do get a little beside herself, I be like, <laughs> like, she, she is a regular down. person. That's yeah, something definitely. I do appreciate her compared to a lot of female rappers, too. Mm-hmm. At least she was authentic enough to be like, yes, y'all, I don't write my shit, and yes, y'all gonna buy it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, when you think about that, and that just that flows into like the next, not even really topic, but just a little segment. Mm-hmm. But when, touching back on that writing shit, so it's crazy what we find out today mm-hmm. versus some years ago. When I found out, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to just be like, I knew that shit. When I found out that Hove wrote. What was the what's the still DRA? Yeah. I cannot like. Do y'all know when that dun, 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 like when that beat hit? I used to be crippled. Yes. A nigga Brooklyn, Brooklyn stand up. Thought my bass in there. No, but like real shit. Jay Z wrote that, and I'm just like like yo, that's love. Like some shit. Jaden Long, Jay, but like but and and no. like when I heard that, I was like. Niggas really like you already had niggas that hate Jay, and I'm sorry y'all for y'all Jay haters out there because I'm a Jay Stan fan all the way till I die. Like, oh, hello, I don't understand S. Dot Carter, because he a successful black man. That's how I added up. It's a he, he, he don't feed into the bullshit. Cause he from Marcy, son. He, he don't feed in. That's the he thing. from Marcy, he son. He y'all talk so much shit about him, and he sit back and he quiet about it. Yeah. Like, oh well, my bank account is still growing, and, and you over there talking about. But him. like, that's like, like, like I'm married to right. Beyonce. But like, how you said, like, with um, rappers like not writing their stuff, like, that's like for me, that's like that just took me back, cause I'm like, damn. Well, at least my favorite, favorite rapper writes all his shit. I think Nas. I hope Nas don't break my heart. Nas Nas write his shit. I like Nas. But see, I'm thinking, like, niggas, like, this was... Especially when I was coming up, like, that West Coast shit. You not, like, when you hear, like, Snoop... I used to see this nigga freestyle on the basement all the time. And when I'm... Yeah. Okay. And I'm like... Dre like Dre literally has written and produced for like everybody so when I heard but Dre never wrote well yeah he was but, always yeah producer yeah, yeah but like when I heard like Jay yeah, did right that girl when I tell you I was just like so I started like replaying shit that I had heard that I found out Jay had wrote and I was just like can I hear Jay on this yeah you can like even wordplay you know it's so crazy in the song 
Yeah. Like, like if you listen to any Jay Z song and then you go put on Still Dre, you go hear Dre you write, hear like how yeah. he raps it. Yeah. You be like, okay, I you can hear Jay. What's the song? It's a yeah. Janae Aiko song that Jay wrote, and I was listening to it the other day. I was like, damn, I kind of hear him on this. You can. And what what Janae Aiko song is this? It's it's one of her older songs. Um. Shit. What's the song? <laughs> what is the song? Why did you still say it? What? what? I was here for the first season. What is this? The mixtape, the album. Why I can't think of the song, but uh, pull your title up real quick. My name. Why is she still sick? I'm like, girl, you got the, the perfect man in your life. Well, let me tell y'all though, I fucks with Janae though. I fuck with her like, yo, on some real writer. shit. She's a beautiful voice. She got the Get rid of this vibe. I don't want to keep the song. Um, the words. Really? Jay wrote that. I like that song. Jay wrote that song, and it's one part in there where she say, "Um, damn, what does she say?" Nigga, I made you special. That part and how she said, I was like, "Oh, I hear Hove all over this, all wow. over this." Wow! <laughs> I, oh my God! Now listening back, really like, surprised. oh shit! You know, it's funny. That's one of my favorite songs. That's one of my favorite Janae songs. The words, that one, yeah. That's what it's she the old She ain't involved for real. <laughs> <laughs> listen, y'all, don't hate on her. I love her. It's funny because I used to listen. My friend. Used to love her, and I used to be like, she just so. Uh. And then one day I listened to her, and I don't know what happened, and I was just like, I fucks with this bitch. So let me just I, like this. I am not a hater, y'all. We know you're not a hater. I just, say, I just be really like, you don't get a hundred percent out of me. I love. I think she's a great artist, and that's crazy that she be writing all these sad songs. <laughs> Like she not giving she me Mary J. Bosch said. I mean, and that's what I'm like. All right, I got it. Like this was cute. This is cute. <laughs> Cause she, Cause she is, she's her. a she's a very simple person. Girl. I seen one of her interviews. She Listen, was, she's on making like meditation. Watch her her her, her tiny she table dropped. concert. <laughs> she drops tiny. Oh, what is it called? Oh, tiny, that tiny tiny desk. desk. Yes, that tiny desk concert. That shit was dope. Like it really had me like. It made you want to go do oh, acid. Okay. Listen, some shrooms. <laughs> that's that's why. Why. But that, that's she used shit. to do. I'll tell she's you. like, she spoke no, on that. She don't try. No. After I did them edibles, I'm not doing nothing else. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. She, no. but, she spoke on doing shit. Yeah, we'll touch on that another time. I was about to say. That's, that's a bit. That'll carry this over to a whole nother hour. She, but, she spoke on doing shit. I can't shrooms. do edibles no more. Like, every time I do an edible, it's the you worst. Know left? It's the worst feeling ever. See, my nigga, you understand. The worst. We don't touch we on this another. Is, we don't. We, we don't, don't touch on this another day. Edibles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, shit. I'm not even like edibles. I've been late with some shit. Not late. Damn. I will say that when I like listen, I didn't know at first, but when it happened, I at first I thought they was gummy bears. I didn't know they look like what's the little gummy rings? That's what they look like. Nigga, let me tell you, I ate five of these bitches. I ate five of these bitches. I'm seeing purple dinosaurs walking in my living room like it was a lot. It was a lot. I was. 
my boyfriend was trying to make me go to the hospital and I, he told me that I said no don't call 911 because they out here killing black men and I don't want them to kill you they gonna come in this house and shoot you up I'm bang like, bang nigga right and like, he was like, you was, looking, you was looking out for me while you might die. Like, my heart felt like it was That's about to explode out my chest. I'm like, I got this. I couldn't have been there because I was originality. Laughing. I got this. People like you, I Listen, trust. this nigga I told me, he told me I started freestyling. I was telling him that I was a mu- Every <laughs> Since that day, when I come in the house or something, this nigga, he addresses me as motherfucking G. He said, I kept telling him, don't call me Mickey, nigga. I'm a motherfucking G. Mickey, like, he no. said, and I was like, I didn't do all this. You fucking lying. I don't even remember this shit. I just remember at the end of it, I threw up and then I went and ate a whole ass pizza and some ribs. Oh my God. And went to fucking sweat. I would have just been laughing. Like, like I didn't, I but you know what? Shit. It's crazy. Like when it's, when I, after <laughs> first eating them, my body up. felt so relaxed. Like Let me tell y'all, my body felt so amazing. My body felt so amazing that it, you know, some shit happened. Mm-hmm. I do remember that part. It was so good, but after that, it was like, oh shit, I'm dying. Okay, well, oh well, let me dance with these purple dinosaurs real quick. Yeah. And don't call 911 because I don't want them to kill you. I've had a lot of edibles in my life. See, no. And I'm stupid though, and I keep taking them. Why? Wow. Wow. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be candy, uh, alright, maybe it's candy. Right? Cookies, uh, nah. <laughs> Brownie, alright. Something else. Right. Every time it's like, bro, I'm having a bad experience. <laughs> like, Stop. Put it, just say no. You're like a moth to the flame. Just I'm say no. Through. Nah, I'm, I'm one and done. One day we're going to have a little movie night. And I'll be mad. Oh, shit, let me know. I want to see this shit. feel like you on a carpet now. <laughs> you know. And I always feel good in the beginning. And then it just, it, that snap, and I'll be like, oh, man, I'm about to die. I was about to say, <laughs> after taking so many edibles, I have. You immune to this shit. <laughs> Puffing politics. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Y'all, that's her shit. <laughs> I am a 96 year old. Sorry to disclose my age, but they have literally ripped us out of reality. Like, I never thought I would smoke this much weed in my life, too. Like, what? no, it's wild, too. The first time I ever, my first encounter with weed was edible. And it was on my best friend's birthday. And we were like, in high school, it was only a few of us that had one, too, this day. And I had shared the edible with somebody. Do y'all know? I literally had my science fair project do presentation do that day. <laughs> Not yeah. just the here's my board, this is my materials. No, I was the first person up there. Go ahead, do your presentation. Yeah. Oh my god! And that's when the edible kicked in. Ooh! And I I couldn't believe like, oh shit, you just laughing. <laughs> oh shit, this is just funny. We up here though, like you know, and literally it was my best friend's birthday. I ate all her brownies that she had brought to like wow. share with the table because I lost my lunch money. So I actually, I did net, I used my networking skills that day too. I went from table to table to talk to all my little friends I had classes with. I told them like, y'all, I lost my money. Can I have some of your food? Like, I ate everybody nachos that day. 
I tried to steal some cupcakes. Oh my god! And then somebody told me we had an English pop quiz. I was highly prepared for this quiz, y'all. Do y'all know when they pass these fucking tests back out? A full section of it, like in the middle of the test, was not filled out. And I'm like, we going through the answers. I'm like, I know this. I had typed this girl next to me. I'm like. Like I knew this. Like we brought. Oh my god! What happened is that she was like, "Ariel, you literally was like, I ain't doing this, and you turned to your test." (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! That's me, hundred (laughs) percent. What you said? So so mad at myself. shit that I could tell y'all about this experience but I, honest to God this will carry over a whole another hour so much shit happened within this experience mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I was going to say too before I do stop our uh, self acceptance mm-hmm. uh, conversation y'all so yes like before I had moved home from college I was diagnosed with high functioning depression because mm-hmm. like my last year all my teachers was like you just we don't, we like, this not the person that auditioned for our right. department. We see that, but we don't understand you. Because, right. like, most of my instructors this particular semester were white. So, they was just trying to be cool for the most part. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, y'all, like, um, as far as self-acceptance goes, too, I had to literally, like, stop letting people put them Put names. Yeah, labels on you. Yeah. Labels. Rip off the labels. That's all I want to yeah, say. Yeah, that's right. real. No, no, no. no, that's what I wanted to because I'm like, I, I looked at you. I was like, I she know got she more to wanted say. to say something. Mm-hmm. So well, I did, and I was like. I'm be real brief, too, because mm-hmm. I don't have too much to say. Because yeah. I feel like everybody goes through this, especially mm-hmm. black women. Yeah. yeah. Like, we do have that. Even from my experience alone, like, I feel like we have a bad habit of prejudging each other mm-hmm. based off of, like, everybody's experience, whether that's been a friend you've had, whether that's been a family member you came across. Like, we just seem to all, you remind me of this person, you remind me there, of that. Listen, there's a girl in my class mm-hmm. who, um, she came to my class later on, like, in, towards the middle. And, you know, my class was already at, at, at school. They were already kind of like, okay, we situated. It's our own little classroom. We don't need nobody else. So, me and her was talking yesterday, and she was like, yeah, when I came in, I didn't think y'all was going to like me, blah, blah, blah. She's like, didn't nobody talk to me? And y'all was kind of looking at me this way. And she was like, but, no, nah, you know what? Not Mickey, though. Mickey spoke to me the first day. She was cool as soon as I walked mm-hmm. in. And I was like, you know what, though? Because I... I learned, like, I didn't say to her to not prejudge because that has happened to me so many times. Yeah. I walk in a room and people be like, oh, she a bitch. She, oh, right. she think, especially she if I right. carry myself, right. well, I always carry myself a certain way, but if I'm dressed a certain way, who this bitch think she is? I'm like, I think I'm the shit, but I don't, that don't mean I think I'm better than you. Like, yeah, you should think you're the shit too. Like, right. I'm a friendly ass person. Most of the time, I'm watching cartoons and eating fucking. Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's me, literally. But everybody else in the class was like, uh-uh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh-uh, y'all, don't do me. Don't be mad because I spoke to her and she mm-hmm. she picked up on my vibe. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't, ha- I didn't, know her, so why would I assume, oh, she gonna be a bitch? Mm-hmm. 
Like, if you want to be a bitch, show me you want to be a bitch. But I'm not going to prejudge you just off a of first saying you walk through the door. Yeah. So me and her, you know, she just let everybody know, like, yeah, you know, Mickey was so cool as soon as I walked in. I'm like, yep. Because I picked up on your vibe. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? I could tell you was going to be cool. And even if you wasn't going to be cool, yeah. I wasn't going to prejudge you and say, oh, fuck yeah. this new girl. So, you know, cool. <laughs> I just want to. She's cool person soon to be esthetician too she graduate next week shout out to her <laughs> yeah i'm gonna shout her out her name is autumn she's super cool y'all so when she out there in the world y'all book y'all services with her she'll get you together shout out to autumn but congratulations autumn if you tuning in sis. oh she tuning in <laughs> okay. okay congratulations but um yeah, even with that alone too, like for you to be that person that went out their way to make somebody else comfortable, like energy do not lie. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's another thing that I had to learn about self acceptance. Like you can basically to piggyback off of what you said, like it's mm -hmm. easy to subscribe to what everybody else might say about yeah. you if you're not in tune with yourself. Yeah. Um and to just have self awareness. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I be cutting people off too much, y'all. No, you don't. I, <laughs> my cuff. Ma'am, yes, I do. No, wait. I really do. I'm just fucking with you. Listen, sometimes you have to. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you, you got you gotta that like cut off game is the you fault. gotta cut people off. Listen, when I meet I'm somebody, they you. immediately cut off and don't even know it. Listen, so when they in my life is like okay. you want a you want a payment plan, my nigga. Bro, like, she said immediately. You like, cut off as soon as, soon as I, meet, I you. meet you. Like you have to see like you in layaway until you can sufficiently finish them payments off. So to speak with me is like okay, like uh, nah, I'll give it back. I don't mm. want it no more. But it's just like that's kind of it's. I, you gotta, I don't want to say it's like I just cut people off. No. But it's just like when you start seeing like even some of the people you may be the closest to, and you start seeing characters develop that didn't really develop. They was just deep rooted sitting mm -hmm. until you start elevating. And once you start elevating, then it's like like I literally just made a post about it. The mask start to come off. Now you seeing where everybody's truest intentions are, mm -hmm. even if they don't mean you evil. Like I tell somebody any day. If I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. I'm not wishing you good. I'm not wishing you bad because your existence doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I'm not up here rooting that, you know, you fall off. However, you can have those people that you might have been close or still close to that literally is like, damn, she cool, but I don't want to see her reach the top before I get there. Mm -hmm. Now we got an issue. Now I got to, you know, I, I can't I can't like certain shit on IG or I can't, you know, hit you up and certain things. Yeah, definitely. But when you a reader of people and when you self-aware, you, you like how you said, or you touched on this earlier when you were like, you kind of like put a blindfold over shit that you know that's like, shouldn't be a certain way but you kind of try to make excuses for it. And I feel like we try to, we make excuses for it because we don't want to tell ourselves, like, you know, you you, you really stupid for dealing with yeah. that shit. You don't want to accept that. And it don't make <laughs> you stupid. It just means that you are accepting. But it, to some point, you just have to stop. But you cannot feel guilty about saying, you know what? You cut. But I'm not wishing you ill feelings. I'm not wishing harm on you. You may be wishing that on me. You may be hoping I don't reach my success status. But can't nothing stop that, especially what's for you is for you. Can't nothing stop that. Yeah. But you will start to see once you become more aware of who you are and you okay with who you are. Oh, you're going to start seeing people take off their Michael Myers mask. Like, 
easily. Well, y'all, put, I have. Oh, Michael Myers mask. But, like, even, yeah. like, to be, I don't know, because um, I was talking to my boyfriend about this, and it did make me reflect. That's why I said that, like, sometimes you might accept the wrong friendships yeah. relationships and stuff. And my boyfriend, like, we've been dating for a year now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I like to call us a quarantine couple because he didn't get to meet a lot of my <laughs> friends until, like, a lot of the... The certain things left it, yeah. yeah. So, like, a lot of people that I already felt like I was going to cut off, and I never cut them off because of him, but before I even, like, decided, like, you know, it's this, I was already feeling like this, and I fall back. Like, he had to tell me, like, that's not your friend. Girl. That's not your friend. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you didn't see that. I don't know why you thought you were Or why you letting her talk to you like Mm -hmm. this. Like, that type of shit. And it's always somebody that's, like, right there. That really got your back to be like, so what you talking about? (laughs) I was about to say, because, like, even with you, that's why I said energy don't lie. Because after that first meeting we had, like, y'all don't notice. The ladies' room, we was literally, like, in between times before we got started. Mm -hmm. But, like... That's why I was more so comfortable with still doing ladies' room with you because I'm like, well, no, nah, she ain't. Listen, she's I, not a bad person. I'm about to let at the <laughs> end of the day, if crazy. I had to do this shit by myself, I was gonna like Tony Love. You. I already did yet. podcasts with you. You already say. know what's up. You could put me in a room with full of niggas. You already know I get this shit popping. Yeah, and but like that alone for me as a person, like, of course I'm gonna yeah. somebody like that. But I was just the like, same like, way. At I the same really, time, I feel that we at the table praying for the same thing exactly Why but aside from bad? like even you know getting to the bag you just were a genuine person i'm like i really rock with her like mm-hmm. i really really like this girl yeah. she's so fucking cool i was like well just because one person left or got put out or whatever happened with that doesn't mean that we can't still do this and then mm-hmm. i just started thinking i was like oh shit my sister he telling me this shit like hey, go ahead and see what's yeah. poppin'. I'm like yeah, if I and pretty kid. much what will happen if I like you my sister will like you. Mm-hmm. If I don't like you she already know what the deal is. Did you tell Candace about the post that was made? I did tell her about the post. Did you I didn't show it to her because I thought she took it down or something. I, I told you. I, mean, I reposted it. I you <laughs> but we can talk about that another day. Okay. I told her, but you know what? I am a firm. I talk a lot of shit, mm-hmm. not bad shit, but I just I I talk my shit. But I am a firm believer in God above, Jesus Christ, and I honestly believe that even if you don't believe in God, you believe in the universe or whatever you know your virtue is. When one door closes, another opens, and sometimes that door may have had to be open. For someone else to walk in, mm-hmm. because well, like me, me and my sister, me and Candace, we've been pretty much glued to the hip since before <laughs> the day before she was even thing. born. Like me and her are glued to the hip for real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like this is my best friend, real shit. And I'm not just saying that because you got sisters that don't even like yeah, each other. Even but whatever you see me, you gonna see her and vice versa. If you don't see us together, nine times out of 10, it's probably because one of us had something real important to do. Mm-hmm. But when that happened and I was just like, well, it's just gonna be the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I was good with that. But then, you know, she, me and her was talking and she said something and then we was in her talking mm-hmm. about the situation 
And we was like, well, it could just be the two of us, or do you want to bring somebody in? And then I just was like, oh, well, I kind of brought up what my sister was saying this, and then y'all was just like, oh, let's meet her. Yeah, let's talk to her. And it was just kind of like, look at God. And like I that. these ideas, y'all. This is my book. Shit. <laughs> right. So this is my layout. What y'all trying to talk about? <laughs> like, no, but for real, like, I honestly believe that shit happens for a reason that shit that happened with us Ari listen it happened for a reason because me and Kenneth had been talking about doing a podcast years ago mm-hmm. like long before I did the Fresh from the Birds podcast mm-hmm. so when that happened it was just like wow look how this opportunity has presented itself mm-hmm. and it's a great one y'all see how we vibe in here like we genuinely like each other mm-hmm. and I swear it feels like I've known you are forever like it's at that point like you fuck with her you fuck with me mm-hmm. so don't fuck with her please cause I don't have to break your throat <laughs> we don't condone violence we, we don't condone violence <laughs> we don't condone violence she knows <laughs> 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 the one the one who's saying we don't condone violence we the first to knock your ass out oh my like, God. you talking too much <laughs> Who set off that grenade? Did y'all see that shit? Come over here, y'all. Okay, just oh right hurry up, already through that shit. Let's go. Oh my god. Grab your coat. Oh my god. But um I wanted to say too, I know y'all can't see their tattoos. Oh. This is the tattoo I heard that was Oh yeah, it's so bad. It's not so it's in the pilling process, the healing process. It's all cute. Of it's um personal. Don't bend it, though. No, the guy told me it's good. He like it don't. I ain't messing it up. But um, it's a a a wolf and a tiger blended. It, it's it's deep. I don't want to hold y'all up, but it's just like it personal represents me, uh, my mom and my dad and all that. So y'all gonna see me? I'm gonna be out here in this bitch looking like a a two thousand early two thousand nine rapper. About to be tatted, but um, I want to get my other hands at it. <laughs> but uh, I my left hands at it, y'all. I already sure. wanted to do it. Your left hand. It's not. It don't hurt. Like females honestly, are. We females hold pain. You want to know the tattoo that, that's what really hurting me. me? Like the one that hurt it. It didn't really hurt, but it kind of had like a little tip. I got a, a Mickey Mouse tat on my my left side boob. That one hurt a little bit, and I don't know, like. Mm. I had done some things earlier in the day, so that might be why I was hurting. <laughs> but other than that, like women, we so resilient. I just fucking love us women. We so resilient. It really, like the hand tat, really don't hurt at all. Well, I remember you telling me too. Like she probably told you that because yeah, it really. Yeah, don't don't I was looking at the same. Like I'm like, I got it on exactly the hand that I wanted on. The left hand. Yeah. yeah. Cause um, when I had dropped out from trying to be a professional dancer, I just was like. You self taught anyway, so just put it mm-hmm. on your left hand since your right hand's dominant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say do that. I'm gonna do it though, because I'm like, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> I didn't even get to see it. Oh, yeah. Once this, all this extra yeah. skin fall off, I want to get another one up here and then just have like more up here and then I'm gonna get like right here. I'll tell it. But, um, let's go together because I'm due for I'm, I keep telling people to give me a tap for my birthday, but y'all don't love me. Girl, so. tap her. We gotta get you some other stuff from ASOS. Honestly, y'all can just give me some cupcakes and I'll be satisfied. Yeah. That's really all I want. Um, 
What you plan on doing for your birthday? COVID. <laughs> I got two things against me. I got COVID <laughs> and it's cold ass winter. So I Man, really don't even know. Don't matter. It do to me. You know, I don't like the cold. Mm-hmm. I hate it. You don't like the cold? No, I'm born in January, been here all my life, and I still don't like this shit. I don't That's crazy. Black I hate it. Really likes the cold. I, I need it to well, be at least 98 <laughs> degrees. I'm just used like to Like a boy it. band. I, um, I know people gonna be outside still versus it being hot and you can't I want to make to just be actually. I told my nigga what I want. Be on my fuck daddy shit. Like, for real. Take my Exactly. Exactly. You feel it? That's the shit. We connected on that. Because that's literally. I kind of feel like. Like, when people say that to me, they be like. But if you don't really like the cold, like, cause my ultimate goal, like, I want to move to New York City. They like, how the fuck you gonna live there? And I'm like, my nigga. What's that post that nigga throw me in the jungle? I'm coming out that motherfucker with meeks on. Meek on. Sorry, Peter people. That's just how it is. But that's like legit. Yeah. Like, give me a mink. Like, I had a hat on too. I'll be looking like Nas in the Hate Me Now video. Yeah. For real. But, um, we'll see, though. <laughs> we'll see. We just be posted up there. Posted it. I can't even try. It's some old Marty Mom press, but we'll see. Um, I told baby what I want for my birthday. We'll see if it happens. If it happens, you gonna tell us? Oh, of course. Okay, good. Oh, I'm Yay. definitely gonna tell y'all. I think it's gonna happen. I don't know yet. I'm off I think it might not happen on my birthday because he expected me to be expecting it on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So it might happen a little after, but. He really wanted to be surprised, but we'll see. I'll definitely let y'all know. I'll come in like, y'all, so y'all see what happened today? I knew it. I'm done like, too. <laughs> you saw, I, well, I already knew. Like, do y'all see what happened I'm today? But, um. Like, do y'all see? <laughs> <laughs> I like my nails. I did them myself. <laughs> I'm just shit. <laughs> <laughs> both, both. <laughs> but uh, as we, um, gang, gang, nigga, I'm so see <laughs> these crazy ass kids. But as we winding down, y'all, you so know, <laughs> uh, I just want to know, like, for you know, last thing, like, what's the flavor in y'all ear? Where the Craig met? What's the music y'all listen to right now? What y'all bumping right now? Don't look over here. I'm not saying because I was really self conscious about this part today. Girl, what? You don't listen to music? No, I love music. But you good. You said because the song I'm embarrassed where I found it from. I found it on TikTok and it's it's really like lyrics are trash. It's really (laughs) I I wonder if it's the same one I'm listening to. What's your song? Well, probably it's not. Okay, most of the same. Most of the not. But I'm really gassing. It's called Dancing in My Room. I can't remember the artist's name. The clip that I heard on TikTok, <laughs> I was like, this sweet. And Who then I looked this up. That's what I was low key about to say. Yo, that's why I did not want to do this. Girl, I, that's music what I was going to say. Dancing in my if room. we was going to be playing the clip, I should have kept this shit to myself and lied. Bitch, that's literally what I was about to say. Look this up. Dancing in my room. Dancing in my room. And you say you can't remember the artist. I feel like I heard this before. It's I'll play on my phone. So I have been bumping this all day. It's by JoJo Siwa. (laughs) No, I'm not banging it. Uh, 347 Aiden. Probably. Uh, Let me go back. I'm so embarrassed. But this shit is good. This is. 
bitch so white. And I was like, don't do that. Because <laughs> if I tell y'all what I've been listening to all day, I mean, it's so. Listen to this. It's so. It's like bad. the Beatles came back. This goes crazy. Hey guys, I'm <laughs> I moved past the video and I was like, can we go back? Yeah. Three, yeah. four, seven, eight. <laughs> I don't know why I like this song. Oh my god, that's too funny. I'm, but look, music is music. <laughs> whatever I'm sorry. brings you together, whatever makes you feel good. What you listening to, man? I've been listening. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been listening to um, a lot of Maya recently, and I don't know. I think it's because that's so crazy. Listen, I was just on Twitter. Really? Giving that letter. I think it's because of I don't know y'all. Look, I'm y'all gonna hear me talk about this man a lot. I'm head over heels for this nigga, but. Don't have. I just remember I was talking to this. I was (laughs) listen. Bridesmaid for real. I um I was talking to this dude when Maya's song Fallen came out and I just remember I heard the song he was in the car and I heard the song on the radio and I was just like, Oh shit, I'm in love with my best friend and then I asked the dude I was in the car with, I was like, Oh yeah, you can take me home now and he was like are we done with this date? I was like, yeah, I got school tomorrow. Didn't. I just wanted to get home and call my best friend, who is not my man. But I don't know. I think that's kind of how I just started listening to it this week. I've been having it on replay. So, what song you li- what song you playing right now? Um, Maya Fallen. Okay, that's it. What's the name of that album? Free so Fallen album. I think it's the Free Falling album. I literally yeah. love stories like that. Like, I took a chance on love. And it worked <laughs> out. You know, that's a, I do. I love those stories. Listen, I've been knowing dude forever. Yeah. And we was just like best friends. But I do remember the day I met him. It was Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And it was a bunch of, you know how it used to be at the mall. Niggas run up on you. Yes. It was a bunch of niggas in my face like every five minutes. You not getting the- and if he was not getting approached at the mall, you were certified. Listen, <laughs> certified. let me tell you, it was it was niggas up in my face, and I kept seeing him, and I'm just like, that's the nigga I want to talk to. Why are you not coming over here? Yeah. And he saw me, and he said his boys was like, man, she gonna be gone. Go talk to her. He was like, I mean, I'll get to her when I get to her. And something about the way he just said it, like he wasn't pressed for me, but the same way I was impressed for him. Like, I wanted him, but I i mean, if you don't come, oh, well, you're lost. But when I saw him, it was just like, it was a lot of fine dudes at the mall that day. But it was just something. It wasn't even just the way he looked. Mm-hmm. It was just something else that was just like a kindred spirit. Yeah. And I met dude 22 years ago. Like, and now here we are today. Like, we joke. We play around. We do all the crazy shit. I met him before I met my sperm donor. And, yeah. But, I mean, he was older than me. When I met him, I was 15 and he was 18. So, that was another thing. Like, he I wasn't was about like, to talk to me. in the ladies' room, y'all. Dating niggas that's older than you. 
is only a good thrill for a week. Do not make that sexual <laughs> thing. Okay. It's only what? an experience for a week. I was not, not that bad, but it was like I've dated somebody other than yeah, that. That's definitely, you know. So that that song, I just remember like, oh my god. I love this nigga. But the pimp in me mm-hmm. wouldn't let me tell him until years later. Wow. I still didn't even tell him. I'm like, I know what to tell this nigga. I love him. I'm like, mm. this nigga got hoes. <laughs> but the pimp in you said, no, I'm not saying I'm like, I'm not about to tell this nigga. I ain't trying to. I, I was not trying to settle down. Like, I'm like, I'm out here having fun. I'm out here. Like, mm-hmm. I ain't about to tell this nigga. If that's who I'm supposed to be with, and that's who I'll be with. And here yeah, we well. are. So. That song holds a special place in my heart. Um, the music I've been listening to a lot lately is Nancy Wilson. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with her, but of course. I mean, well, some of these people may not be familiar, but like one of my favorite songs by her is called "Guess Who I Saw Today." And it's just so funny. Like, I'm not even gonna spoil it for y'all. Y'all could take a listen. And then the other song I've been listening to, because y'all gonna like, I'm telling you, she's, to me, she oh, really is like a modernized, well, she wasn't modernized, but I feel like Beyonce is like a modernized her, you know, and this is way back in like 50s and 60s. And then the other song, I've just been really like listening to a lot of jazz lately, like mm-hmm. Cold Train, my favorite uh, piece by him is called Naima, literally have it like right here. So that's pretty much like where I've been at lately, just really in a jazzy space. So, yeah. but um, that was the last. I can't get over that dancing in my room, shit. <laughs> that's gonna be stuck in my head. I am ashamed. Don't, don't be ashamed. No, I'm saying. I listen to Ansel. Like. Tearing up my heart when I'm with you. Listen. That's a banger, though. I saw. I did. I saw. Okay. But I gave y'all was personal taste. <laughs> when I was like, I'm gonna keep playing this. You gonna have me listen to this shit <laughs> for real? I'm gonna be working out tomorrow. Listen to this shit. If you just bored, that's how I came across this. Come on, get these lunges in. Oh, I'm surprised how well this goes. That's too funny. That's. Yo. That's how you do flavor in your ear, Candace. I have a better flavor. Girl, you know what? Whatever your ears want to hear is what your ears want to hear. Girl. Y'all, it ain't no shame okay, here. but y'all, this has been such a great episode. Wonderful, wonderful episode today. Um, happy y'all tune in. Listen to us for second our second, first, our second episode, but our, our first official first episode. It's not the pilot no more. We off the plane. Y'all now. got a two-in-one. Y'all go ahead and follow us at This Is The Ladies Room on Instagram. Hit us up, you know, send us messages, DM, all that. We definitely will respond to you. And y'all can find me at Kingsire underscore. That's K-I-N-G-S-I-R-E underscore. You can find me, Coco, at House of Anye. That's at H-O-U-S-E-O-F-E-N-Y-E. And you guys can find me at um, at Valencia, A-R-I-E-L-E dot B-A-L-Y-N-C-I-A. 
That's what's up. Oh, and y'all go ahead and check out at Sweet Face Lip Bakery too. That's my um cosmetic site. Get your lip gloss, lipstick, eyelashes, highlighter, brushes, all that shit. Um, you know, I gotta plug myself. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that is our show today. Thank y'all for tuning in. Tune in next week. Make sure y'all download too. Download yeah. and hit that follow button. Definitely, definitely. Like, yeah. share, Apple, like, share, Spotify. Repost. Podomatic, all of that. Right. Y'all can find us at The Birds Network. Brought and to you by The Birds Network. And we are out. We are out. Bye. That's all I have.